Hey everybody, Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. Welcome to the Interlude Podcast. Hello, Shane. Hi, Mark. I have COVID. <laughs> They're the like third time? Third time having COVID? This is the sequel for me. I'm, I've had it twice now. Yeah. Um, happy to announce, lost my taste again. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, well, we have a big we have a big announcement coming up, which we'll get to in the news. We got the news coming up in a little bit because Interloop Podcast. It's all about. Um, we know that you don't watch the news. No, we know that Don Alhart ain't getting your love. So we like to break down the news of the day for you, um, in a way that you'll actually ingest ingest it. You know. Yes, with some hot takes from a man that has. An easily voice, and also me, who has COVID. So, second time around, better? Yeah. Better this time? It's not as bad as I remember. Yeah. Um, Which makes it worse, because that means, like, I have to do stuff. Like, first time I got it was the OG Wuhan, and I was like, you know, this was like, everybody was dying, so you got a quarantine, and it's like two weeks or whatever of quarantine. Mm-hmm. So, I was just locked in a room, and I was playing Halo, and just not eating anything that wasn't expired because I couldn't taste anything. So I was just my wife was feeding me like a prisoner through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, still gained weight somehow. Don't know how that happened, but still gained weight. But I also I didn't do anything because we had a newborn baby. Right. Oh, you got to stay away from the baby. Also, the 19 and COVID-19 is the 19 pounds you gain. Yes. Um after after getting it, of course, this yeah, was freshman you, 15 in the COVID-19. When I saw that you had COVID again, I I, I reacted like somebody that w- that got polio. I'm like, still. Yeah, this thing is this thing has still been it's still around here, huh? Yeah, it's we're trying to get it trending again. Uh, I'm working on it. Just me and a couple underground people trying to get it through some you know nursing homes again. It's going to be yeah. cool. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, I lost my sense of taste, so that's really depressing. Like, this is, I'm just like so fat that as soon as, like, I lost it midway through a pizza bagel, and I was like, this is a sign from God that I need to change everything that I've been doing. Uh, I'm super worried that I'm not going to get it back again. I don't know if that's how COVID works, but like, this is my second time losing it. And I was like, the first time I lost it, I was like, oh, I'm going to go through smell training or whatever. Or like, you had to go and do all that stuff. And, I know my my sister lost her taste for months, like, mm-hmm. and I don't think she's fully gotten it back yet. And I just feel like we got share some of the same blood. I yeah. feel like I'm just not gonna have taste anymore. It just makes me realize how fat I really am because I'm so depressed about this. So depressed. I was like, this is all. I literally told my wife, I was like, it's one of the only things I had going for me. Is that so, you had the ability to taste food? I could eat things and enjoy them. What? So you're a vegetarian, though. Yeah. Really, what's the best thing you're tasting? Cheese. Oh, yeah. I forgot about cheese. Bread. <laughs> Alcohol. I forgot. Yeah. Pizza bagel. It's literally Sugar. just bread and cheese. I eat like a child wants to eat. I eat bread, cheese, and candy. That's vegetarian. And I can't experience any of those things anymore. I'm just, I'm glad you got it now. So, because we got our golf, our golf tournament coming up. <laughs> that's all i care about my dad bought me a new driver because i broke my last one so i got a new driver i looked it up i looked up the driver he got me um and like just to get like 
because I've never heard of it before, but I also I've never heard of a ton of drivers. So I looked it up. He got me a driver that said it like the in the description was makes golfing easy for beginners. And I was like, you know what? My man knows me. It's one of those ones where you just hold it down and press a button and it shoots it for you. It's the equivalent of gutters uh, in bowling, except for golf now. Hey, I know that people love our golf talk, of course. So we should probably do it for 20 minutes, but I just wanted to say real quick. So when, when we were on the family vacation where I got the COVID, I played golf and I didn't have clubs because nobody won. So I just used some random dude's clubs. I played the best game of my life. Golf. Oh, dang. It's a stupid sport. It's made to frustrate you into buying more things, and you don't need to buy more things. I'm telling you right now, Mark, you didn't need to drive her. Just I, it doesn't exist. Um, so we're gonna get to the news in a second. Um, Josh Allen's spending some money getting um some hot real estate. It's going Hollywood. We got that Fringe Fest announcement, which we also have a big announcement um, with Fringe Fest. And I, I guess there's also in Rochester, there's no more nurses. We're going to get into that story. <laughs> Just nurses don't <laughs> don't exist anymore. But I'd like to bring up my parents pool, Shane, which Please, um, I wish you would. I'm not a pool person. Like as I said, I don't have one. I would love a pool. Um, I have a problem with my parents pool to begin with. Just it being an above ground pool. That's trash. It's garbage. It's worse than living in a trailer park, having an above ground pool. Um, I, I'm not about that life. You know, if it's go- if I'm going to have, have a pool, it's going to be an in-ground pool, Shane. Um, and I'm going to have a um, like kind of like an outdoor kitchen next to it and maybe a, a, a bathhouse, not a bathhouse, a pool house. <laughs> Are you Tony Soprano? <laughs> this is your dream life. Yeah, maybe I'll smoke some cigars <laughs> out there and. I'm just telling you that I don't want an above ground pool. It's garbage. It's like Midwest garbage. An above ground pool then next to it, a trampoline. See, my algorithm knows that I am full on white trash because they keep on feeding me above ground pools, but like really cool deck designs with bars built into them around them. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, have you, you want an in ground pool? I, yeah. I do need eight more jobs. I know. No, I know. I like well, I'm trying to think of the equivalent. It'd be like putting expensive rims on like a Dodge Neon, like a 97 Dodge Neon, where the person would be like, the rims are more expensive than the car. Oh, if I got it. Yeah. If I got an in-ground pool, the pool beats the house like I should be living in the pool. Yeah. It's like putting like that gold leaf sprinkles on a garbage plate. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so that's our already I'm having trouble with my parents' pool with that. But um on top of that, we've been going in the pool all year. And um the kids and me and Lily, like the whole family, were coming out of the pool with our tender spots burning. Burning. Like I'm talking rashes and scabs on my scrotum. The kids, like w- where their their the bathing suits hit open leopard wounds what's this what's the thing in game of thrones where the people were turning into stone um no no, i can't remember scab face whatever it was just we're turning into lizards every time we go in and we go we go to my parents something's off here right there's something off here we're we're all we're dying every time we go into your pool 
the my loins and like my butt like it's all just scabbing up every time and my mom keeps on going we're reading the instructions the instructions say we're doing it right but my thing is if people are going into your pool and being burnt up like the cartoons and who framed roger rabbit in that acid bath that they were putting them in then you know what regardless if you're reading the crap and doing it right you're not doing it right Something's mm-hmm. wrong here. This is not how a pool is supposed to work. You're not supposed to come out of a pool with open wounds on your body, like immediately. Oh, you guys are getting like chlorine burns. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I know this is bad and you, you know, I don't want your family to be hurt or whatever. But Thanks, Shane, if your son came out of the pool looking like Rocky Dennis, I think it would be the best thing for him. I mean, Right, just completely disfigured face. He's gonna have to really get a personality on him, you know. Can't just go through life looking pretty. I don't know who Rocky Dennis is. Oh, grayscale. That's what I was looking for. Grayscale shade. <laughs> Rocky Dennis is uh the movie that I always call face, but it's actually called Mask <laughs> with Cher. The kid with a big swollen head, like he just took a face dip in your mom's pool yeah and then his share his mom just like bangs all of sturgis and anybody was wearing leather anybody that had a motorcycle crotch rocket moped anything she was having sex with and ignoring her ugly kid yeah it was well, that whole was movie very ugly to be fair and it was it was honestly it's really empowering for women that she was still horny after having to after, go home to that yeah. ugly kid <laughs> that she still had it in her yeah yeah um, God bless her. I'm glad you're sick because that means that you and I can still I'm hoping I'm hoping you didn't ruin this for us, Shane. I'm hoping that you and I can still have our Oppenheimer date. Oh, yeah. OK. Um, All right. The quarantine rules are like I have to sit at home for five days and then I can wear a mask and do whatever mm-hmm. after that. So, yeah, I, I haven't I've been, uh, you know, avoiding the internets and spoilers and everything like that. Spoilers. What is <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like a six hour long movie. There's got to be something in there that is going to get spoiled for me. Um, What day of quarantine are you on? Three, four, four. Oh, you're almost done, baby. Yeah, we're going to be out in Oppenheiming in no time. Um, All right. So we got some news. You want to get to the news? Can we? Let's do it. OK, Mark, let's start off with what the, what the people pay to pay to listen to, which is Bill's news. Yeah. Um, Mark and I, we know our sports, especially Mark. He is, oh my God. Uh, I'm surprised that Mark even wants to do the podcast. We're recording this right now during the NFL's Hall of Fame game, which is just scheduled viewing for Mark. So, Jets, uh, uh, Jets, Cowboys. Browns. Jets, yes, Browns. you got it. So Good close. Job. I, was I got the Jets. Um, Josh Allen making some news. Not so much for the training camp. There was a training camp scare where Josh Allen may have gotten a little hurt, but what I want to talk about is two things. I, I guess I missed this a month ago, but Josh Allen bought a new home, which is, you know, you hear that and you're like, oh, that's awesome. Except the home is in California, Mark. Mm-hmm. California. Have you heard of that state? Yeah. It is much better looking even when it's on fire than Buffalo, New York. Even when the air is not breathable. California beats Buffalo, New York by a million. Mm-hmm. And this kind of tags along with he's dating um, some lady 
that does Haley, Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, Steinfeld. Yeah, Jerry Steinfeld dating her. She's a California gal, obviously in Holly Weird <laughs> with all of them. So I I'm nervous for the Bills fans. I know that Josh Allen has a long contract and everything like that. And oh, there's no talks of him leaving Buffalo now. But like, let's say he doesn't win Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, this keeps on happening. They don't. He's living in California, getting that California sunshine on his skin. Then he has to come to work half a year in Buffalo, New York, and get beat up by the weather like he's some tire salesman from the 50s. Like he's going to stay in California at some point. I'm I'm not nervous that he's going to go to a different team. I'm nervous that he's going to Andrew Luckett and he is going to retire early. Yeah, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I would say, I don't know if Hollywood's the right. <laughs> term i don't know he went ganges river on us and went full just spiritual and he stayed in or he played in wisconsin for a very long time you know what i mean so it doesn't it doesn't mean that he's gonna leave buffalo but like listen to this so josh allen he, he spent 7.2 million dollars on this 2800 square foot home mm-hmm. in dana point in california it's an ocean town it's a gated community he gets to like play golf. Like he's basically like got his retirement home. Yeah. That's also a really nice home. And he's banging in Hollywood. Like, why would you willingly get concussed if you can just do that? I'm just gonna look, I'm gonna say one more thing about um, all right, who's the best athlete right now in, in the country? The best athlete? Well, who would you say? Uh Probably plays uh, for the Angels. Uh, so, uh, Shohei Otani. I was gonna say Shohei Otani. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably, but the best athlete right now because football's not happening. He's trying to leave California. He's trying to go. You know, I don't know to colder places. Uh, what team know. is he? Get, is he uh, Josh Allen? He he wants to stay close to Japan. I don't. I don't Wait, know. What? <laughs> he Shohei Otani. He wants to say, oh, like California is the closest to Japan. Yeah, until they start a baseball team in Hawaii, which why not? Baseball's dying. So go ahead and do that. I don't know. I'm nervous about it. But the other piece of uh, Josh Allen news came in out coming out is uh, his pregame ritual. Maybe this is people already knew this, but this is news to me. Josh Allen is supported by Gabriel Davis, wide receiver two on the Buffalo Bills, revealed on a podcast that Josh Allen throws up before every single game. Oh my! He's like every girl in my seventh grade class. What is wrong with him? Yeah, I mean, is he is he eating a lot before the games? Like he's like a binge eater, and then he's like, "Oh crap! Oh I shouldn't boy. have ate all them hot dogs. I have a game to play. I gotta go play the Chiefs. <laughs> Why did I eat a dozen wings again, Joshy? <laughs> no, it's it's very weird. And playing on a really empty stomach is dangerous i'm surprised he hasn't passed out at some point yeah oh all right not to derail this but i so every year for my birthday i put up a joke fundraiser to save the snakes oh yeah happy belated birthday no uh, no my ber- early birthday my birthday saturday oh happy early birthday <laughs> thank you um somebody that is a we were friends with because one of our kids is friends with them like a parent just donated twenty dollars to save the snakes. Good. Oh, they no. need they need saving, Mark. 
All right, Shane, what else we got? What else is going on in, in the news? Well, the Fringe Fest announcement happened while we were out and I was getting COVID. So I guess we should just plug this real quick. Rochester Fringe Festival. Fringe Festival yeah. Is, and by the way, do not call it the F-Fest. They not fans. They're not fans they of that. They don't. They really don't like that. So when you're referring to it, and they make this pretty clear as an you know as a sponsor as a performer, you have to call it the Rochester Fringe Festival. If you call it the Rock F Fest, <laughs> you will get letters. If yeah, you don't call, call it the the downtown sloppy toppy, <laughs> rocky horror yeah. picture show slop fest. Don't call it the Rock Hard F Fest. Don't Please. do that. For the love of God, don't call it that. Call Stop. it Fridge Fest. And I will be putting out those shirts, but don't buy them. <laughs> um, there is 500 performances at over 30 venues. And Mark, mm-hmm. we're one of them. Woo! Strap in, folks, because Rochester Conspiracies and Interlude Blog Podcast Live is, is happening again. Last year, we did it at, uh, was it Maria's Mexican Restaurant? Yeah, yeah, we talked uh, exclusively about Kodak and all the conspiracies surrounding Kodak and George Eastman, but now we're opening it up. Um, we're going full on just Rochester and Western New York. We've got um, we're going to be sharing our favorites. We're going to ask the audience what their favorites are. It's going to be a lot of just conjecture. Uh, it's going to be a lot of libel. We are opening ourselves wide open to lawsuits. <laughs> Well, we've talked about this before, and it was still my favorite part of the last one we did because we did a strictly Kodak one. Yeah, which we are we're such we're dumb. Shane, I don't know if you know this about Shane and I. We're dumb people. Oh, they're uh, yeah, they're ten minutes into this podcast. They know. Uh, <laughs> and what we didn't take into consideration is that there's the George Eastman Museum. There's people that have actually worked at Kodak. Kodak sure. is one of the biggest thing that's ever come out of this stupid city, right? Yeah. So people that came to that, like it was like there was legit history buffs there or historians that knew about George Eastman and Kodak coming to a show that they thought they were maybe going to get some real information, which what we were really doing is Wikipediaing stuff and then spending most of our times writing jokes about people's butts within that Wikipedia information. So I feel like we let a lot of elderly people down at that show. Well, the jokes on them because we're <laughs> we're a satire news blog more than anything. Mm-hmm. So you had to know if you just did a little light research that we do fake news almost exclusively. So the fact that you'd be coming out and expecting a real history lesson mm-hmm. is silly. But we will and this time I'm guaranteeing a real history lesson. I know uh, I just said all that, but please Elderly people who are the only people that go to Fringe Fest, by the way. <laughs> elderly people, please come out. We want to hear all your theories because that was my favorite part. I mean, you know, we brought the heat. We brought the thunder. We brought some yeah. laughs and some stories. But when uh, the audience would get up on the mic and tell their stories about Kodak, it was amazing. It was unhinged. So good. Like we thought we were like. We thought we had to cover our butts by being like, this is just we're just this is just what we heard. We yeah. just heard these things and people were straight up coming up and being like, Hitler ran Kodak. Yeah. What the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah. What was my my favorite one was the one girl that said like her dad had to like sneak out one night with a bunch of like Kodak employees and bury a bunch of nuclear waste or something like that. Yeah. Good. Just solid. Which I'm sure I think that's where the classic hat is right now. But if that's. 
I don't know. But anyways, we're one of um, 500 shows. <laughs> uh, ticket sales are uh, a little stale right now. But uh, come on out. We're at the uh, we're at the muck, which is bigger, bigger venue, right? Yeah. Bigger venue. Wow. More seats. Um, we performed there before. Um, the oh, year yeah. Prior, we did a stand up show there. I think you. Yeah. Did you? Did I did it, one. Right? I did one of them. Yeah. I feel like I just I'm remember surprised you- they had us back. Yeah, there there was a little bit. I remember the energy was um, that you had Andy Kuhn go up there and he ruined everything. <laughs> I think that was the general energy of it because he's a he's a dirty boy and he said dirty things and did not like it. This is another um, piece of my fault um, for not making it more express that it's a rated R show. So yeah. I think I've covered my butts from now on. But yeah, that particular lineup at the muck, if they're listening, we, that won't happen again. I apologize <laughs> that the, the other person I used to run the blog with decided to put like back to back to back the dirtiest comics to perform in front of, like I said, almost exclusively elderly people go to the French Trust. Oh, yeah. And that was a performance where everybody was masked, too. Oh, yeah, everybody was masked. I remember I whipped out a fresh 9-11 joke on that one. Which I'm going to say, of course, went over well, of course. Well, no. you couldn't tell because of the masks. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Should we do another story? Yeah, yeah. What else we got going on in the news? Um, This is a little bit older, but once again, I have COVID and I have been away. So did you see that there's a proposal turning that uh, scary psych center? <laughs> into a hotel i did yeah why what why huh we can't get a um a casino downtown we can turn what is the scariest place in rochester into a hotel that we're going to invite tourists to <laughs> we haven't had enough shinies in the area sense? yeah we need more more ghostly murders you know we can't get anybody to come here in the first place, and we're going to invite them in with like, oh, by the way, the room you're staying in, um, they performed electric shock therapy on a woman who had murdered her entire family back in the prairie times. In the pra- in the prairie times. I don't know. That yeah. building's more recent than the prairie <laughs> times. Yeah. This is the lobotomy with a rusty fork room. Yeah, and here is where um, um, a Native American man threw a radiator through the glass and escaped. <laughs> and smothered one of our best actors. I mean, this is going to be a tourist attraction just for all these weirdos that think ghosts are real. And they're like trying yeah. to bang a ghost. Like all those ladies that are like, oh, I'm banging a ghost. Which is oh, not all, on all of those. All we're of those all, dude, we're on top of those stories every single time they come out. Remember there was a lady who was banging that pirate ghost? Yeah. It was great. Yeah, there's yeah, Eddie. I gotta say, when we were on the radio, any time a lady was claiming to have sex with ghosts, it took up a good portion of the real estate on our show. Yeah. Which is why we're still on the air today. Yeah. But I don't know how you feel about this, Mark. I mean, uh I don't know if it's gonna happen. It feels like nothing happens, but um the only thing I read in there is I Somebody was saying it was significantly asbestos contaminated. So I don't know why this was the spot. <laughs> like, why is that the spot? Um, I feel like at least us churchvillians here, um, and, and, and millennial churchvillians, 
Yeah. We all went to high school with asbestos signs everywhere. Yeah. Where it just kept on saying careful asbestos and the construction workers that were remodeling the school were constantly in the thick like N95 masks. Mm-hmm. I didn't they didn't do anything for us kids. They were just telling us like like it's it's going to be like Camp Lejeune. You know, when I'm 50, I'm going to be I'm going to get like a lawsuit where it's like, did you go to Churchill Twilight the early 2000s? Oh, boy, do we have $15 for you because that kids are incurable, baby. Um, Sorry, I'm just now reading the story now because I'm good at this news stuff. The developer that the application is under is don't a guy tell me named... it's Dr. Acula. No, his name's oh. Bob Morgan. He is the same developer who pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud about a year ago. So it feels like this is off to a running start, and I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess it's prime real estate, right? Because it's Brighton. Yeah. And it, it is hilarious that like our biggest festival of the year, the Lilac Festival, has that creepy building just looming in the background for whatever. Like you're like sipping on a you know some nice blooming onion sauce and you're watching festival guy and his George doing his dance while rusted roots playing. And then you turn around and there is uh, the most horrifying building that has nothing but ghosts inside of it. Just right behind you. And by the way, we, I think we talked about this on one of the Rochester conspiracy um, shows. Uh, Island park itself is haunted. The park it's, is it's a full on mass grave. It's crazy there. I don't know. I I guess would you stay in a place that you knew was haunted, Mark? No, but I'm also not an idiot and don't believe in any of that stuff. So, okay. right? Like haunting's not real. Mediums. Yeah, no, definitely not, but like I don't think they're going to price that into it. I'd like a discount though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm going to got... tend it's real. Yeah. But as I mean, can I all we know from haunted locations is from our time on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, one that we had is no longer a concert venue. We spent a lot of time in those. Mark and I um, have been very, very drunk inside the Main Street Armory. Never seen a single ghost. I smoked a lot of cigarettes in the basement. Um, never. Ne- I was like alone all the time in the basement. Not one ghastly ghoul. Yeah. Came in um, also, the, there's another haunted place that used to be a very pr- predominant advertiser for us. And all I know is that um, ghosts love prime rib. They love it. They're <laughs> all was... about serving dinner with a ghost. So yeah, that was, that was a great advertiser that they had on the old radio station that we worked at where it was like hey this is a haunted place you can come spend the night also prime rib dinner like it's the end of a golf tournament yeah like like it like it was dinner at a wedding there's like it really takes the sting out of like how spooky things are if you're like digesting a a giant haunch of meat yeah um, you, uh, $30, you get a ghost tour and you get to speak to a ghoul and also, uh, small neck oysters. I'm going to be boiling in the back. If I... Listen, I, know, I know you're showing me this haunted prison section here, but this is a, it got a turlet. Cause I, I don't think my baked potato was cooked all the way through <laughs> there. You know, all right. 
Shade, we got uh, uh we're gonna go to the Patreon side of the episode, patreon.com slash interlude podcast. It's only four bucks a month. You get longer podcasts and earlier podcasts. Um, so we're going to go to that side of it and um finish up the news there and probably I don't know, talk crap about people using their name because we're on the Patriot side, we feel like we're safe. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Um no rock cinema open mic this Friday, everybody, because I have COVID. Oh yeah, that I brought that up enough. Mm-hmm. I've got it, and this might be my last podcast. Who knows? It could take a turn, but uh, <laughs> maybe it will happen on the Patreon side. Linger longer. All right, bye, poor people. <laughs>